Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, June 28th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, uh, you and James held down the fort uh, fairly we did. well. No major Welcome issues. Back. Thank you. No, um, I mean, there wasn't any news at all yesterday. So no. I was glad that you guys were able to make stuff up uh, in order to keep the show going. We spun gold out of absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, gold is up to the <laughs> interpretation there. But uh, <laughs> yes, thank you for keeping the show going without me. Uh, but actually, it almost seems like the theater powers that be knew that I was going to be coming back for today's episode because yes. they delivered a few mighty morsels of newsy goodness on Thursday. The most substantive of which is that the recent West End revival of Harold Pinter's love triangle play Betrayal will transfer to Broadway's Jacobs Theater this fall for a 17-week engagement, with performances beginning on September 5th. The London cast will transfer with the show, and it will feature Zawi Ashton as Emma, and Loki the Trickster God playing Jerry, and Daredevil playing Robert. Now, for those of you that don't speak geek, joining Ashton in the show will be Marvel Cinematic Universe stars Tom Hiddleston as Jerry and Charlie Cox as Robert. The London production, directed by Jamie Lloyd, as it will be in New York, was widely praised when it opened as part of the Pinter at the Pinter series, commemorating the 10th anniversary of Pinter's death at the West End Theater that bears his name. Now, remember that the Pinter Classic was on Broadway last in 2013, starring real-life movie star husband and wife Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz, along with Rafe Spall, in the production that would unfortunately prove to be the final one for the late, great Mike Nichols as director. That show did incredibly well, uh, grossing more than one and a quarter million dollars weekly at a smaller theater. Now, Ashley, are, are you an MCU fan? I think you are, but I can't remember exactly. I I personally am not, and no. I am dragged to every single one by my best friend. But I know you are. I, I Yes, I am. And do you think your best friend would want to do a daily theater podcast with me instead of you? <laughs> no? um, pretty, pretty rude. Yeah, pretty well, rude, I've got to yeah, say. I mean, it's pretty rude not to be an MCU fan. But um, so... I got other things to see. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of this? We're going to talk about a show here in a second that might be having an even shorter return to yeah. Broadway, but... I am not usually one to bemoan the lack of original ideas and entertainment that people always talk about with reboots and, mm -hmm. you know, revivals and all those things, mainly because I don't think that there really are many original ideas and entertainment anymore. Everything's kind of a reboot or a spinoff of something else. But reviving a show that was on Broadway just six years ago seems fairly quick, especially when it was so successful. Do we need this again? No, I don't think we do. I mean, there is the whole line about great ideas are stolen or something like that. Yeah. It has been about 10 whole minutes since there was a production of Betrayal. So I don't get it other than that Avengers clout. So, you know, money-wise, I think it's really smart for them to transfer this. Hiddleston is a Shakespeare interpreter and has therefore been on stage regularly in the UK. So it's not like you're just pulling somebody off the big screen and putting them on stage for the first time. And he's one of, like, four of the Internet's boyfriends. So in theory, it'll sell tickets. <laughs> and one of Taylor Swift's, like, former <laughs> 20 boyfriends, which is yes. still weird. Um, yeah, I just this sold this sold incredibly well in London. It was like one of those must see shows with huge lines yeah. at the stage doors. So it makes sense that they want to bring it over. I don't know that Hiddleston 
because Charlie Cox, I know him from Daredevil, but that was a sure. Netflix show. It wasn't a, you know, a big screen thing. So right. Hiddleston's really the star here, but I don't know that he draws as much interest as he does in London. But speaking of of the, the quick transfers, in an article primarily about the betrayal news yesterday, Michael Riedel mentioned in the New York Post last night that another recent West End production is eyeing a trip to New York. In fact, it is a such recent West End production that it actually just opened this week. Uh, it got great reviews in London, and that is the revival of Noel Coward's Present Laughter, starring Moriarty slash Hot Priest Andrew mm-hmm. Scott. Now, this production is directed by Matthew Warchus, and if you thought that it wasn't very long since we had the last Betrayal revival, the Kevin Klein-led revival of Present Laughter closed less than two years ago on Broadway, Ashley. So if we think that Betrayal coming back after six years is a bit much, uh, this seems incredibly unnecessary. Yeah, they're jumping the gun a bit, I think, there. And I love Andrew Scott, yeah. and I know he's... I know he's having a moment with Fleabag right now, so that's certainly the catalyst of we need to get the show over on Broadway. But as you said, it's been less than two years. That's 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 in Gypsy territory. Oh, we're, uh, I think we could get a Gypsy this year, too. But um, I have my Andrew Scott Funko on my wall right now, so I am an Andrew Scott fan, but unnecessary. Unnecessary, you, folks. Yeah, yeah. You, you did this. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> now, Ashley, speaking of Pinter plays, last mm. night, the Daily Mail's Baz Bomboy reported that Marion Elliott's beloved gender-bent production of Company is in final negotiations to make a Broadway transfer in the spring of 2020. He notes that they are working on bringing the show to a Schubert theater and that they hope to have Patti Lapone on board to recreate her Olivier-winning turn as Joanne, which, of course, she has already played in New York back in the 2011 New York Philharmonic production that starred Neil Patrick Harris, which I actually saw and is now streaming on, like, Broadway HD now. Uh, now, Ashley, I had heard the revival had a different landing spot in mind, yeah. but if the show can be on Broadway along with West Side Story and perhaps that gypsy that I mentioned, perhaps maybe Follies, uh, and all of that happening in time for Sondheim's 90th birthday in March, uh, wherever that would be, that's perfect in my mind. Uh, and if it's perfect in your mind, it's certainly <laughs> perfect in my mind. I think you know better than anyone at this point that I think about company transferring maybe 99% of my day. And, you know, there have been rumors since before it even closed in the West End that it was going to transfer, mainly started by me. But yeah, this lines up with the timelines we've been hearing of the spring opening. And, you know, we didn't necessarily think it was going to land in a Schubert theater. I can't imagine Patty won't do it unless the timelines conflict with Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, if that's even happening. It is not. Is it not? No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either, but... <laughs> the, the rumors were that Patty really wanted Rosalie Craig, who played Bobby with an eye yeah. in London, and that she might have been flexing her muscles to make that happen. And I, I, we talked about it here on this show and I, I'm sure that you and I talked about it offline, actually, but I love Patty. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, uh, you're not going to find a bigger Patty Lapone fan than me other than Ben Remelauer. But mm-hmm. if you're getting a production of company and it's between Patty Lapone and Rosalie Craig, or sure. not having Patty Lapone and having a big name movie star from a producer standpoint, it probably makes sense to get that, that movie star. Now, I have no idea what they're doing with casting. Baz Bombaboy specifically said no other casting has been decided as of yet. 
So uh, I would love Patty to do it. And Rosalie Craig was good on the cast album, but I feel like to sell this production, even if it's a limited run, you're probably going to need to have a bigger name than Patty. Yeah, I mean, if Patty's not joining, regardless, they're going to have to recast the role of Bobby to put more star power in. Um, and you could, not just in Bobby, you could put so much more star power in the roles of her friends as well. Jamie so. especially. Jamie especially. Yeah, the male version of Amy from the show, which yeah. gets the, the not getting married today solo, which is basically a Tony nomination mm-hmm. in the bag there. Um, so we'll see what happens. I I don't think it's a question of if this is coming. I think it's a it, that's a done deal at this point. Uh, right. The question is where, where? And, yeah. and that's really what we're waiting on here. But in some and other, with whom? Yeah, and with whom? That's a very good. Thank you for using the proper tense there of the who whom pronoun. So You're anyway, um, in in other Baz Bombaboy report, reported news, apparently James McAvoy, aka Young Professor Xavier, will be returning to the London stage in a production of Cyrano de Bergerac. No other details have been announced, so they will be forthcoming. And and Richard Armitage, star of Lord of the Rings, will be joining Toby Jones, who played Armin Zola in the first Captain America movie, in a Western revival of Uncle Vanya. So uh, that's all the MCU and Marvel uh, connections I have for this episode. I was going to say, they are catering to you. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty good one. I, I love They got the Matt Tamanini ticket in. Well, I'm not going to London to see those shows. But, <laughs> you know, otherwise, I'm interested. But, uh, okay, actually, we're going to change gears a, a bit here. We've, we've talked about um, the construction in Schubert Alley a, a couple of times recently where they're going to, they canceled Bra- Broadway barks and they had to put up some scaffolding in Schubert Alley because some debris fell from the booth theater. Well, unfortunately we had a similar situation over at the John Golden theater yesterday as three workers had to be hospitalized after being struck by debris around 1130 yesterday morning. The condition of the workers and the extent of their injuries has not yet been reported, but we do want to send them our best. I mean, I hate to say actually like, Hey, look up in the sky when you're walking around the theater district, but this is getting sure. a bit ridiculous. And, you know, I think that's one of the things when you have these super old buildings, you're doing construction around them all the time. Stuff like this is going to happen. I mean, I just, I, I shudder to think what the hell is going to happen when they try to jack up the, uh, the, the palace theater three stories or whatever the hell they're doing. It just seems like that, a recipe that for was disaster. My first, that was my first thought of what is going to happen when you've got that large theater moving up three more stories surrounded by tourists. I, yeah, my, my heart goes out to the folks at the Golden. Okay, Ashley, let's close out the show with some quick hits here. Yesterday, Waitress announced that current Broadway Jenna Shoshana Bean would be extending her run for two more weeks, now playing through July 21st, and that the wonderful Allison Luff will take her place beginning on the 23rd. I think this is... Great casting. Allison Luff is a fantastic voice. Last time she was on Broadway was in Escape to Margaritaville. Rest in peace. Um, Mm. But she deserves great things. And I think she will slay this Sarah Bareilles score. Going to be an amazing Jenna. Yeah. I I know that some people think, oh, this needs to close. It needs to get out of there. It's not doing great. But like, it's such a, even if you don't care for the show, the score is such a great, mix of songs and they keep bringing in actresses who do a great job singing it i almost feel like it's just worth it just to see whoever's playing jenna sing those songs even if you don't care for the show so i'm fine with the weislers keeping this one open as long as they want 
For sure. And I think a lot of people bemoan any kind of stunt casting because they don't necessarily want it to go the way of something like Chicago. But Allison loved playing Jenna. One, not stunt casting. Two, someone who could sing the behind off that role. So I'm excited. And I, and I take a little bit of offense, not from you, but like from people who mm-hmm. say that anything that's happened in Waitress in regards to Jenna and Dr. Pometer as stunt casting, I'll give you Al right. Roker. And exactly. even and even um, oh, who was the old Josie? Um, um, oh, Squib, June Squib. Um, mm. I don't consider. She, I mean, she's an Academy Award nominee, but uh, you know, all the Jennas and the Doctor Pometers and even the Dons and the Ogies, like those are they might be weird, and you know, even Todd Recall and 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 Miranda sings Colleen Ballinger. Those might be mm-hmm. a little odd, but like. Everybody is they're all legitimate musical theater people. This is not the same exactly. star this this is not the same stunt casting that the Weissers have pulled over at Chicago when they bring in Jerry Springer or exactly. uh, Christine Brinkley or former Heisman Trophy winner uh, Eddie George. Like this is not the same thing. I have no problem with yeah. any of the casting that they've done save Al Roker. That was weird. Um but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm on Team Waitress. But anyway, next up on Thursday, Manhattan Concert Productions announced that the 10th installment of their annual Broadway series would be celebrating the 50th anniversary of Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice's Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. The show will play one night and one night only at Lincoln Center on February 17th of 2020. Ashley, I hope that mm. they have better luck finding a Joseph than they did a Percy and Pimpernel last year because oh, that was a boy. mess. I forgot about that. Yeah, so yeah. did they. They, they forgot to get a Percy. Um, <laughs> but finally, Ars Nova announced its 2019 and 2020 season yesterday, and it will include the world premiere of Dr. Ride's American Beach House by Liza Birkenmeyer, as well as Oratorio for Living Things, a world premiere by Heather Christian. Actually, I love Ars Nova, so if I get a chance to see one of their shows, I, I jump at it. So um, if you are interested in boundary-pushing theater that is always high quality in New York. Uh, get a chance to uh, get to Ars Nova and get a subscription for their shows. Yes, co-signed. All right, that's all we've got for today. So thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, Ashley, we do not have James leading this week on Broadway on Sunday. It's going to be you, me, and Jan Simpson. I almost forgot what week we were in. So we're going to have a very special episode of This Week on Broadway. We're actually going to be talking about the upcoming 2019-2020 season. It should be great discussion looking forward at what we're excited about, as well as some other topics. So tune in on Sunday, and then Ashley and I will be back to talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Damn it, son of a biatch. Okay. (laughs) Keep that in.